morning, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Randall Rob. This is the show on which I pluck random things from my collection of things around the house, around this room, around the garage, around the workshop, <laughs> around wherever I have stuff stored, uh, and I show it to you. And uh, on today's uh, episode of Rando Rob, I have pulled a VHS tape off the shelf. It's funny that there is that it's a VHS tape because uh, if you're subscribed to my, my Rob O'Hara channel on YouTube, uh, then you may have got blasted yesterday uh, with a whole bunch of uh, video updates of old commercials. So I found a um, a recording of a Star Trekathon from 1986, and um, uh, I ended up pulling all the commercials out. And one of the things, one of my little side hobbies, uh, if you will, is um, uh, I like to archive commercials off of old VHS tapes and share them uh, on YouTube. I upload them to YouTube, and I have a playlist on Rob O'Hara, uh, my Rob O'Hara account. Um, with a, there's a YouTube playlist there called VHS commercials. And, um, it's never really been a problem because I don't think that many people used to subscribe to my channel. <laughs> so they weren't getting those in their subscription feed. So yesterday I uploaded about 30 of them and someone pointed out to me that their entire YouTube subscription feed was filled with old commercials. So that is my bad on that. I guess what I will do in the future is sneak those in one at a time, or I may just, uh, have to create a new YouTube. I don't want to, I like having them there. Um, uh, I, I put them all on a playlist and I enjoy, uh, hitting play on the playlist every now and then. And, um, just watching these old commercials, you know, um, commercials, not to go over on a side tangent, but commercials, the funny thing about commercials is if you turn on your TV today, like regular cable television or something and watch the commercials, uh, you, you know, you might find it boring. You might find some of them interesting. Some of them are funny, some of them, whatever. But, uh, I don't think you would, you would think that they're nostalgic. You know, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't just watch it and go, Oh man, I remember this from a week ago or a month ago. And if you were to ask me what commercials like of today that I would archive, I would say none. I, I mean, there's no commercial that's on TV today that I would say, Oh, um, you know, these are old or these are going to be collectible or fun. People are going to enjoy watching these someday. Um, and, and you might think, oh, maybe these super funny commercials or uh, like a, you know, maybe a Super Bowl commercial or something. You might think, well, this is a really good one. Maybe I'll, I'll record that. But the rest of like a who would want to record a, a regular uh, advertisement for a car dealership or for um, a restaurant or something like that? Like, what's the big deal? Right. But what's funny is when you add time to that, all those things become important, right? Like this tape that I just had was from 1986. So it's almost 40 years old and you watch these commercials. There's one and it's like such and such hair salon. Um, and then you see these people with getting eighties hairdos and it just seems funny, right? And their logo is very retro and they're like, Oh, I'll do this, this, that, you know? Um, and so, and, or you watch a card, you know, I watched a, um, a car advertisement and there was like Nissan trucks and it says brand new Nissan trucks and, and, uh, for just less than $7,000, they're like 69 95. And you think, 
Imagine being able to go to the car dealership and buy a brand new pickup for sixty nine ninety five. It seems crazy, you know. Just uh, uh, this isn't like black and white footage from uh, you know the Dust Bowl era or something. This is like from my lifetime. Like I remember these commercials, you know. So that's the that's the thing is that the distance, uh, the time between when they aired and now that is what makes them. Uh, interesting. That is what turns them into a time capsule. Now, I'm not archiving new commercials, um, but I hope somebody is, because 20 years from now, people will be like, can you believe they were wearing masks? <laughs> can you believe that uh, you could get, uh, you know, a combo at Taco Bell for only $10? How cheap was that? You know, uh, so it, with enough time, there it will be interesting. It's just not interesting today. Um, the hard part is finding videotapes that are well enough preserved that are 40 years old that you could still get information off of. And, um, uh, uh I don't run across tapes from the eighties very often. Normally they're from the nineties, um, or the two thousands. And of course, once DVR caught on, uh, they're, they're much fewer videotapes of people recording television shows and things like that. Uh, so, and I, I think in the olden, <laughs> the olden days, you know, the eighties, I think people, uh, videotapes were expensive. So a lot of times they got taped over. So to find a tape that's just, you know, of a TV show or something like that, that has the commercials. And that's another funny aspect of this uh, little hobby is, um, when we were younger to save space on a tape, you would take out the commercial. So I might record an episode of Hawaii five Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> or whatever, a cheers, that'd be a good example, recorded episode of cheers, but then you would pause the tape and take the commercials out. Well, today you could get, uh, you could down, download a stream or, or buy probably on DVD, uh, cheers. So you could get the episode very easily, probably in much better quality, but what you can't get are the commercials. <laughs> so the part that was the least interesting back then is now the most interesting, uh, to me. So it, it is a fun hobby. It's very, um, inexpensive. If you have, um, uh, I have some, uh, expensive, I mean, you need some sort of video editing software or video capture, uh, thing. And, and, um, I used to use a $200 capture card and now I'm using, I think a $30 USB capture device, something like that. I've got a VCR, that sits right above uh, my computer monitor that is wired in through USB now. And I can literally take videotapes, put them in the, the VCR and record them to the computer and then cut out the commercials and upload them to YouTube. Easy peasy. Now, uh, and we'll transition into this particular tape because this is a store-bought tape. <clears throat> but a lot of people say, well, once you've done that, what do you do with the tapes? And honestly, for 95% of the tapes, let's say, I don't have any nostalgic connection to the physical tape. So either I donate them or I throw them away. Uh, I'm not interested in keeping a library of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of physical VHS tapes. The very first thing I do is I archive these tapes to the highest possible quality. Uh, I think, I'm, I'm, I don't know the exact number, but I think a VHS tape has 240 lines of resolution. So, uh, capturing that video at 480, um, would be, which is, um, uh, DVD quality would be more than enough, but I typically capture them. Uh, sometimes I'll do it twice. Like I'll do 480 and then I'll do a 1080 or something, but I, I want to capture 
every little piece of video data that I can from those tapes. Um, but you don't need widescreen and you don't, you know, so th there are some, some, um, minor little technical things that, that you have to know, but, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just not that hard to do, you know what I mean? And, um, uh, I think if you're like, if you're doing video editing with, uh, and you're using Blu-ray source material or using some HD, you know, 1080p, 4k, something like that, and you lose a little bit of quality, it's noticeable. If you take a 4K video and you re and you um, compress it to 1080p, people can notice that with their eyeballs. They'll see that and they'll go, oh, that's not as good as that, right? But the good thing about dealing with videotapes from the 1980s is they all look pretty terrible. <laughs> so if you screw up a little bit um, on uh, your capture settings or qualities, it's pretty, pretty hard to notice. So anyway, sorry for blasting everybody's uh, uh, YouTube feed over the weekend. We will make up for that with some uh, episodes of uh, Rando Rob. I'm actually going on vacation. Uh, I'm leaving in about four hours, and I'll be gone for a few days, so I won't be uploading any uh, Rando Robs for the next couple of days. But after that, I'll get back on track and start getting those old episodes in. Anyway, um, so as I mentioned, I don't typically keep VHS tapes unless... Uh, they have some sort of nostalgic connection. There's something that I owned as a kid or, or I have some, uh, um, wow, I need a haircut. <laughs> That's the bad part about doing this show on video. I'm sitting here looking at myself early in the morning and it ain't good folks. <laughs> You're as pretty as a picture. Yeah, have an ape. <laughs> Three's dude just still funny. hundred years later. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, I don't keep the the VHS tapes typically unless there's some some reason to or whatever but this is one uh that I have kept I've owned this tape for um probably 30 something years uh and this is a uh a movie that was actually a made for television movie that aired in 1983 and uh on the front here it says we interrupt this program for the following dot, dot, dot. And then it says special bulletin, dun, 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 special bulletin, the 1983 made for television special, uh, which was presented as, uh, one of those, uh, it was a dramatization that was presented, uh, to viewers as, uh, in the style of a real news broadcast. Um, when it aired, they, had every now and then, uh, they had, uh, warnings that, that they played, uh, coming back from every commercial. And then they also, every few minutes, they had the words dramatization flash on the bottom of the screen, just to remind viewers that this is not a real, uh, news broadcast, but that's what this is. This is a film in the style <coughs> of a news broadcast. And, uh, what happens, you can see in here, there's a cameraman and there's a reporter. What happens is uh, there is a uh, a worker's strike, I believe. I haven't watched this in a while, but it, but I think there's a strike. And they go, uh, this reporter, they send a reporter or cameraman to go investigate this strike or to go uh, interview these people. And it turns out that the people that are doing the strike, they're leading the strike, are actually terrorists. And, uh, it takes place in, I think it's Charleston, uh, South Carolina and the, and the terrorists 
have a nuclear bomb on this boat. And so they start saying, if you don't meet our demands, uh, and then their demands are like, we want every other nuclear weapon dismantled, but if you don't dismantle them all, then we're going to detonate our nuclear weapon uh, just to see or just to show um, what could happen, you know. And so it's really, really intense. I mean, you've got, uh, of course, you got the news reporters that are reporting on the story, and then you have the cameraman that's on the boat with the reporter. And so every now and then they're like, okay, we're going to go to the reporter live and see what's going on. And they're like, oh, there's some terrorists, and this is really bad. <laughs> uh, and then there's some, you know, there's a lot of footage and stuff, but uh, but the, the situation keeps escalating. And then uh, at one point, uh, I believe like a SWAT team um, raids the boat and all this. But what happens is uh, they try to dismantle the bomb and it doesn't work. And at the end of the movie, spoiler for this 1983 movie that's 40 years old, uh, the bomb goes off. And uh, there's a nuclear explosion. And then at the end, you know, it's all the... The fallout, uh, you know, and, and of course, and there's footage like of security cameras of the bombs going off. And, and as a kid, you're like, this is terrible. And as an adult, I go, I think those cameras would be melted. <laughs> I don't think security cameras across the street uh, would still be there after a, it's like a 20 megaton or something uh, nuclear bomb goes off on this boat. Uh, on the back here, you can see uh, more information about uh, the movie. There's a screenshot there and some other stuff. Um, now, uh, for if you're a video collector or a, a VHS kind of nerd, uh, I'm going to tell you a couple things about this tape. First of all, this is in a hard clamshell, and um, cheap movies like this didn't typically come in a hard clamshell. So that tells me that this was either a, uh, some, they'd turn this into a rental or it's a used tape. Right. And so, uh, there's a, a sticker right here. And, and this sticker is like, looks like it may have been a blockbuster or some other kind of sticker uh, that was on this. I could probably take that off if I wanted, but, uh, not that interested. Um, but what they did was, um, this came in a, a cardboard case, uh, like a, a, a slip cover for VHS tapes. And then what they would do, I'm going to pull the tape out for just a second, is they would take it and cut one of the four sides off, one of the sides, and then uh, spread it out and, and put it into one of these cases. So you can see that's really what they've done. Uh, so this probably did not come. I'm sure it did not come. In fact, you can see kind of on the sides, like where it doesn't exactly line up, like it's a little crooked. It's just stuck in there. Um, in fact, we could probably just pull it out. I don't know if anybody cares, but, um, uh, oh, well, I've never actually done this, but, uh, what, what they did is they cut all the pieces separately. <laughs> so this one is separate from the spine and from the, uh, uh, front page there. So they actually cut it into fourths and then they use three fourths to make uh, this case, the front, the middle, and the back. And you can see, uh, I can see, that on the fourth side, they didn't trim it very well. <laughs> and you can see it a little bit. Well, now the whole thing's falling apart in my hands. I'll have to put this back together later. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's obviously what they did, is they took the uh, normal normal uh, uh, cardboard VHS cover and cut it into three parts and put it into this plastic clamshell. Here is the actual tape itself. Uh, 
videotapes, VHS tapes, if you if you um, have handled more than a few of them, you will notice that the older ones are always heavier. Old tapes are just heavier, man. And then the new tapes are like super light and thin. Um, but on the side of this, uh, it says uh, special bulletin. And then it says uh, there's a, a number here, which looks like a filing number. And it says 626. 1984. Um, so that must have been when they got the tape, I'm guessing. Maybe that's when it was released on, on VHS, VHS tape. Uh, there's a barcode sticker on the side. But the, uh, the two important ones are, uh, number one, uh, the top sticker here, which says Special Bulletin, Catalog 350, Color, Approximate Time, 103 Minutes. It says that it's copyrighted, so on and so forth. Uh, but that's all on the uh, original label there. But the more interesting one, to me probably, is um, the side stickers here, or the side sticker that wraps around the corner. And uh, you can see that it says uh, Sound Warehouse right there. Now, Sound Warehouse was a uh, um, a large uh, chain uh, here in Oklahoma City and around the country. And Sound Warehouse had... Um, uh, among other things, I mean, they were known for, uh, VHS tapes for videotapes and for, uh, music. That's where I used to go when I was a kid to buy cassette tapes, uh, and, uh, for a short period of time, CDs, they also had some audio equipment and things like that there, but, uh, that would have been, uh, a sound warehouse. So that tells us that this was, uh, at least, a a, a used tape there. But if we turn aside there, we get the very famous sticker that says, be kind, please rewind. And you can see that right there on the side. So this was definitely uh, a rental. <clears throat> now, I believe technically, I don't know. I thought there was uh, they had to pay a different fee for movies that they rented versus ones that, uh, <clears throat> um, uh, that were like for home use or something like that. But this kind of seems like a home use tape that they modified <laughs> that they put into a rental style case and uh, uh, plastic clamshell and then cut the uh, original case apart and put it in here. So uh, I believe special bulletin is available on YouTube. If you really want to watch special bulletin, it's a good movie. It's definitely a movie of the, of the era of the 1980s. You know, um, I grew up, in the 1980s, and I was afraid uh, for at least half a decade that we were going to get blown up every day. That's all, um, not all people talked about, but it was definitely something in the back of your mind. Like anytime there was a news report on Russia and the Cold War and Reagan and all that, and you thought, boy, any day, <laughs> you know, we'd watch movies like, um, uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm drawing a blank, Red Dawn, you know, and, and movies like that, and, and, and um, Movies like this, uh, Special Bulletin, and you would just worry <laughs> that you're going to get vaporized at some point. I had a teacher uh, tell us one time in class, someone asked a question and said uh, they were concerned about nuclear war. And the teacher said, don't worry, we're about 20 miles from a Air Force base, so uh, we'll be with some of the first ones to go. <laughs> I thought that's not reassuring to a classroom full of fifth graders. <laughs> don't tell us that. <laughs> 
but anyway, yeah, Special Bulletins is, uh, like I said, it's a movie of that era. It's that threat of this is what could happen if nuclear weapons get into the hands of the wrong people. That's that's essentially the story. But it is presented in that um uh, I would call it a, a war, war of the Worlds style news broadcast. So it's a realistic uh, broadcast, um, and um, I'm sure that despite all those warnings uh, that people called, and they were like, "Hey, is this really happening?" You know, uh, I'm sure there, there's always some of that when when they have things like this. But uh, uh, what are you gonna do? Anyway, uh, I, I remember watching this movie. It made a big impact on me when I was a kid. And so um, I'm probably when Sound Warehouse was going out of business, I probably saw this for sale. Uh, I do remember when Sound Warehouse went out of business and uh, and we went up there and I bought some toys on discount and stuff. So that may have been uh, when I bought this. But uh, um, always liked the movie and um, I like having it sitting over on the shelf. Just uh it's like a weird conversation starter, you know, for uh, nobody that comes to this room and looks at the tapes. <laughs> then they go, what's that? And I go, well, let me tell you a story. And then they go, I already saw the episode. Don't tell me the story. <laughs> story of my life. So uh, anyway, uh, I will have some uh, older back episodes of Rando Rob coming up soon. I will not flood you with old commercials uh, in the near future. So look forward to that. Also, uh, I just uploaded uh, over the weekend my first uh, van build video of uh, my project that I'm working on, and that is on the channel Big Rob's Van. So if you want to see me working on a van, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, there's this, uh, a, I'm going to call it a trend. People are probably familiar with people that uh, back in the 70s, 60s and 70s who would get Volkswagen buses and hippies. And they would travel around and live in their vans and this is a very, very high, uh, you know, uh, very updated version of that. Um, it, it's like that, except for people in vans today have, um, you know, toilets and internet, and some of them uh, have they have running water and and um, all sorts of, of neat things like that. It's a very interesting little niche that uh, I've been uh, into uh, over the past couple of years. And uh, last year I bought a van and I've really started working on it in earnest. So, um, uh, you can, uh, there's, uh, anywhere you look for big Rob's van, uh, you can big Rob's van.com or on YouTube, big Rob's van or on Instagram, big Rob's van or, or Twitter. Um, not really doing the big Rob's van TikTok so much, <laughs> but everything else, uh, you could find, find that. So, uh, that's, that's something that I've uh, been working on and, um, hopefully I don't get taken uh, hostage by some terrorists in my van and they don't try to blow it up with a nuclear weapon like they did in special bulletin because that would be really bad for me and the van. My, more for me, <laughs> but the van too. So anyway, uh, thanks for watching another episode or listening. If you're listening, uh, you can find the audio versions through my podcast feed or over at podcast.robohair.com. You can find the YouTube or the video versions on YouTube, uh, at my YouTube page, which is just forward slash Rob O'Hara. And there's a playlist right there for, uh, Rando Rob. So thanks, uh, everybody for checking out another episode and I'll talk to you soon.